all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Shalom, everybody. Come on in. It is Monday night, which means it's time to, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. We are going live everywhere now. We're about to add our Instagram fam on both pages. Mr. Famine, Famine, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church. There we go. A little tongue tied, but good to be with you tonight. As always, come on in, everybody. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. It is just that simple. Come on in. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Uh, we are live, Bishop Foreman and Harvest, uh, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Search Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, our app, our website, as well as our Instagram fam. Y'all talk to me. Where are my comments? Y'all talk to me in the comments. Shalom, everybody. Let me like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. LWS, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. When you share, people get saved. When you share, people get saved. Tons of decisions yesterday. <clears throat> Can we just release a praise digitally to give God glory for all of the decisions that were made yesterday between the 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. experiences on campus and online to God? Be the glory for that. We're excited about it. Conyers, Georgia, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Let's do roll call. Aurora, Conyers, uh, Florida, Aurora, good to see you. Come on, where are you watching from? H-Town. Good to see you. Aurora High Point, North Carolina. Good to see you. Denver, good to see you. Ken Carroll, that is um, in South, um, as a South, Southwest. Uh, Denver, good to see you. Good to see you. Come on in. Las Vegas, hey Vegas, good to see you. South Carolina, Detroit, San Diego, Aurora, Green Valley Ranch, San Antonio, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia. Listen, guys, let me say we had an amazing. Uh, Lakewood, good to see you. Come on in. Like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share. Let me say we had an amazing Friday Night Fire, our second interest service in the Atlanta metro area. It was phenomenal, especially when you consider um, that we're in graduation season, wedding season, uh, prom season, all of that at the same time. It was an amazing turnout. Uh, um, this was a gift. Somebody says, Are you, I'm a fan of the Chicago Bears. I'm a fan of the fact that this uh, sweats well in the gym. That's what I'm a fan of. Uh, amen. Uh, but Ithaca, New York, good to see you. Palm Springs, California, Jersey, good to see you. Um, and so it was absolutely phenomenal. I encourage you, if you missed it, to go back and watch. You can watch it in our app. You can watch it on our YouTube. Oakland, Tennessee, where is that? Welcome. Glad that you're on tonight. I was born in Denver, raised in Memphis, reared in Memphis. And so I've never heard of Oakland, Tennessee. Where is that? Aurora, good to see you. Atlanta, good to see you. Um, and so it was amazing. So go back and watch it. Uh, it is. Uh, it was a phenomenal night. People gave their lives to the Lord. So many lives were changed and impact, impacted. And we'll be announcing the next one really soon. And, uh, and so make sure that you stay connected. How do you stay connected to Harvest? Two ways um, that I want to give you. Number one, make sure that you get our app. Our app is the best way to stay connected. 20 minutes outside of Memphis. Awesome. Our app is the best way to stay connected to Harvest. How do you get our app? You're going to text the word Harvest to the telephone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, you're going to get a text right from us. that will show you how to get connected to our app, etc. Let me also say, if you are in Atlanta, I said, look at this. We need that Bronco love. Uh, listen, I think I got a Bronco one too. I think I got a Bronco one too. All right. I'm, listen, I'm an equal opportunity fan. Uh, and I'm a fair weather fan. If you win it, I'm with you. My, 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 my loyalty is to the Tennessee Titans. Although I have to be honest, I have not watched football in a while. All right. Listen, 
If you're in Atlanta, we'd love for you to be a part of our launch team there in the Atlanta area. Um, now we're picking up steam. We're moving forward. Uh, we're doing these interest services to begin to build our team there in the area, just like we built an amazing team here in the Denver area. And if you're interested in being a part of that, what do you need to do? You're going to text H-C-A-T-L. Can I get a few of you to type that on either uh, on both the Instagrams? You're going to text H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746, and you'll be able to get connected to everything um, related to uh, Harvard Search Atlanta. All right. It is time uh, to pray, and we're super excited about the privilege that we have to pray. Let me teach you this before we jump in tonight. Every single Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray. And we call it Command Your Day or Command Your Week, as you see behind me, because there's a principle of prayer. The principle of prayer comes from what we saw Jesus did. The Bible makes it clear that he would often get up before the sun and the moon did, before the sun would rise, rather, and he would command his day. Um, you even see this illustrated so plainly. There's one time he's in a city, and the Bible says everybody in that city is coming to this place to get healed. And Jesus, he goes off to pray early before the sun rises, and there's something that he resets. He literally comes back, and they would say, Master, we're looking for you. Where have you been? Where have you been? And Jesus literally says to them, he says, listen, arise, let us go <clears throat> to the neighboring towns and villages. For this reason was I sent. When he began to command his day and command his week, it's the principle of prayer. Number two, when we pray, we pray. And you say, Mr. why don't you do an early morning prayer? I know some preachers do early morning prayer, all that. Listen, number one, I'm not trying to do what nobody else is called to do. I'm trying to do what I'm called to do. Number two, the Bible makes it clear that a day begins the evening before. So while we're gathered together on Monday night to pray, so biblically speaking, you're in Tuesday because in the scripture, the Bible says in Genesis that the evening and the morning were the first day. And so biblically speaking, a day begins the night before. Now, there's power in that. Why? Because the day before, typically it's nighttime. God says, I begin working on your day when it still looks like it's night. Somebody ought to put a praise on the screen right there. God says, I begin to work on your next. I begin to work on your sequel while it is still dark outside, which means do not judge whether or not you are in a new day predicated upon what you are looking at around you. Somebody ought to say something to me right there. Do not judge whether or not you are in a sequel um, uh, based on what you see in your situation because the Bible makes it clear that he literally is starting a new day when it's dark outside. When everybody else is wrapping up, God is setting up. I'm talking better than y'all talking already on prayer. When everybody else is winding their day down, God says, I'm just getting started. Let's get it started. You got it? So this is why we pray the way that we do. And let that be revelation for somebody. Let that be revelation in lines. And let that be revelation. And for many of you, you keep judging whether or not you're in a sequel or something good is happening based on what you see and based on your situation. Stop that. God says, I begin the day when everybody else is sitting down and everybody else is winding up when everybody else is giving up when everybody else is saying, we'll do it tomorrow. God says, I start when it's dark outside. This is why the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Well, when does the morning begin? The morning begin when it looks like it's night, which means if weeping endures for a night, literally night there is referring to the fact that it looks like it's nighttime, but joy and weeping come together at the same time, which means when it looks awful, God says, I'm about to do something awesome. Let's pray. Father, we bless you and honor you, sir. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the privilege that we have to pray. This first digital prayer gathering of the month of May, God. And we let you know that you are our priority. We set aside this hour every single Monday night from 7 Mountain to 8 Mountain, 9 Eastern to 10 Eastern. We set aside this time to let you know you are our priority. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. It is not a burdensome thing. Prayer is a blessing. We get to go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and boldly make our requests known. And we thank you for that privilege, sir. We honor you for that privilege. And Father, tonight as we pray, we thank you that we can be bold. Why? Because your word says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. And Father, as we ask for forgiveness tonight for all of our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, what does that mean? We ask that you forgive us for the stuff we knew we shouldn't have done, 
and the stuff that we didn't even know was wrong. Father, we ask that you would forgive us and wash our sins with your blood. Thank you that 2,000 years ago, you pled the blood for us, which means every time we fall, your blood covers us and gets us back up. Every time we make a mistake, your blood covers us and it gets us back up. Therefore, God, we rebuke the spirit of condemnation. I pray that nobody on prayer tonight will walk around with condemnation, that nobody will walk around feeling like they are less than because they made some mistakes, that nobody would walk around feeling like they cannot move forward because they have made some mistakes. No, we rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask you to forgive us for our iniquity. That is generational sin that's passed down and around. Forgive us for the things that we were supposed to be the curse breakers on, and we ended up being the curse perpetuators. Father, we ask that you would forgive us tonight, God, not only for that, but forgive us for our transgression. Or we willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We ask for your forgiveness tonight. We ask for your forgiveness tonight. We ask for your forgiveness tonight. And we know that we are forgiven. Why? You said that if we confess our sin before you, that you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. And not only forgive us, but then cleanse us. Father, I pray tonight that we don't only ask for forgiveness, but God cleanse us from what's attracted to the dirty thing in the first place. Y'all better come on and pray with me. God, cleanse us from what causes us to sin or to error in the first place. God, take away, y'all ready? Take away the appetite that would cause us to sin or to error in the first place. God, forgiveness is great, but never having done it is better. Forgiveness is great, but never having done it is better. Forgiveness is great, but never having a taste for it is better. Forgiveness is great, but never having a desire for it is better. So, Father, we ask that you do for us what we do not have the ability to do for ourselves. That is cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Anything in us that is not like you or is not pleasing to you, Father, we ask that you would cleanse that, Father, in the name of Jesus, and that you would literally take the taste, take the desire, uh, take the excitement, whatever it is that would draw us to something that is not like you. We pray, God, that you would cleanse us from what that is. Father, whatever is drawing those things, whatever is bringing up those thoughts, whatever is bringing up those desires, Father, we give those to you tonight in the name of Jesus, Father. And our confession will be that whatever we're asking for forgiveness today, that it will not be a struggle within 30 days. If you don't put a praise on the screen right there, whatever we ask you for forgiveness today. It will not be a challenge. It will not be a struggle. It will not be an issue. It will not be a problem. It will not be something that we are dealing with in 30 days. Father, in Jesus' name, we believe that you have the power. Why? We saw you do it in the scripture over and over and over again. You told the woman, go sin no more. You told the man, take up your man and walk. You told the man that had been uh, in the tombs cutting himself. You said, go. Father, we have seen you do this. Why? We want to focus our energy not on our struggle, but on our success. We want to focus our energy not on sin, but on success. What is success? Joshua 1.8. You said, God, that if we would uh, hearken unto the book of the word, the Father, and the word of God, that you would cause us to have good success, which means we don't want to spend our energy on things that are not bringing success. We do not want to spend our time on things that are not bringing success. We do not want to spend our brain power and our spiritual power and our authority. We do not want to spend that on anything that does not bring success. Mm -mm. We declare that we are in Joshua 1.8. One unity, eight, a new beginning. We are in unity with you, which means we have a new beginning, Father. We believe right now, Father, that we would spend our energy on what brings good success and not on sin and not on iniquity and not on transgression. Father, we declare we are the curse breakers in our bloodline. We are the history makers in our bloodline. We are the line crossers in our bloodline. We are the boundary breakers in our bloodline. Father, we will be the first one that the thing that got every generation up to us, it will end with us. Please type it on the screen. It ends with me. Every dysfunction, it ends with us. Every generational curse, it ends with us. All transgression, it ends with us. All iniquity, it ends with us. All sin, it ends with us. And we thank you by faith. Father, I pray that we would not even operate from a sin consciousness, but we would operate from a consciousness 
or a focus, God, of walking in what you ordained. Father, you said that one day you were hungry or the people were hungry and you told your disciples, you said you eat another type of bread. You have another type of food. There's something that you feast off of. And you said it's to do the will of the Father. We declare that that's the same thing we feast off of. That's the same thing that gets us high. That's the same thing that fulfills us. That's the same thing that makes us get happy. Father, is doing the, your will. I pray, God, that our taste would shift and our taste would change tonight, that doing your will would be the thing that brings us the greatest joy, that doing your will would be the thing that brings us the greatest excitement, that doing your will would be the thing that gives us the greatest sense of fulfillment, that doing your will would be the thing that gives us the greatest sense of accomplishment. Right now, I pray that we would shift what our target has been. I pray that we would shift what our target has been, that our target would no longer be to fulfill our own desires or fulfill the desires that we think we're supposed to fulfill because of something we saw on social media or something we saw on television or something we saw on reality TV or something we saw with the world. But instead, we would shift what our target is and that our target would be to do your will. So, Father, we say the same thing you said in the Garden of Gethsemane. You said, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, I need a few of y'all to put nevertheless in the chat. Nevertheless, not our will, but your will be done, which means, God, we operate and place ourselves in submission tonight. We place ourselves in submission tonight. We place ourselves in submission tonight. What does this mean? We get up under the mission that you have ordained for our lives. Father, we cannot submit to heavenly authority if we cannot submit to earthly authority. So I pray, God, that for all of us, whatever authority we are set under spiritually on the earth, whatever authority we are set under, Father, that we would our posture would be that of submission. Now, I need y'all type nevertheless, and I need you to type this submission one because it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Acknowledge it means literally to put yourself in a seat of submission, which means he will not direct you if you are not submitted. He will not instruct you if you are not submitted. And we do not have time, God, for stupid mistakes. We do not have time, God, for foolish errors. We do not have time, God, to do things that are not going to see us see good success in our lives. So we thank you, Lord, that we operate in submission to your will. That means we get up under it. That means that's the thing that you we literally live for. That is the thing that we literally crave. That is the thing that we literally desire. And your word said your will is not a mystery. Your will is not a mystery. You said, know the will of the Lord. Know the will of the Lord. Know the will of the Lord. That's Ephesians 5 and 17. You said, don't be a fool. Know your will. Well, what is your will for us, God? It is found in your word. Come on, y'all, let's pray. It is found in your word. So we come to church to get your word, to learn your will, and then we make it our business to submit to your will. We come to church to learn your word. We learn your word. We know your will. We know your will. We submit to your will. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Father, we come against any ounce in our being that would uh, create anarchy, any ounce of our being that would be disobedient and rebellious, any ounce of our being that would be contrary to uh, your will, that would be contrary to your word. Mm -mm. We come against that and we shut that down in ourselves. Y'all better pray with me tonight. We shut that down in ourselves, God. And we declare that because we are in alignment, Father, that we see supernatural on the regular. Because we are in alignment, we see the miraculous on the regular. That because we are in alignment, we see amazing on the regular. Because we are in alignment, Father, we see your hand move in our favor on the regular, on a consistent basis. In fact, Father, the place that we live is a place this month, it is called favor. It is called grace. It is called supernatural. Five is the biblical number of grace, the biblical number of favor, the biblical number of supernatural. That's what we speak. And because we are in alignment, that's what we see. Because we are in alignment, not perfect, but alignment, not perfect, but alignment. What does alignment mean? When we get off, we get it back together. I pray for everybody who needs to get things in alignment tonight that it would be done, Father, within the first 72 hours of this new month. Within the first 72 hours of this new month, whatever we need to bring into alignment, God, I pray that we bring it into alignment. Whatever we need to get submitted, I pray we get it submitted. 
Whatever we need to check in our attitude, I pray we check in our attitude. Whatever we need to change in how we speak, I pray we change in how we speak. Whatever we need to change in how we act, I pray we change it in how we act. I declare that we will be in alignment within the first 72 hours. I need you to put 72 on the screen. That's May 1st, that's May 2nd, that's May 3rd. That means by tomorrow at midnight. And whatever we need to bring into alignment, we bring it into alignment. If our thinking is off, God, we bring it into alignment with your word. If our speaking is off, we bring it into alignment with your word. And if our attitude is off, we bring it into alignment with your earth. In Jesus' name we pray. I need you to put a praise right there on the screen. Praise reports are already coming in. Look, my God was told 5% pay raise today. Congratulations over here on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. Hallelujah. We're going to come up for breath. We've been praying 72 hours. The first 72 hours, whatever we need to bring into alignment, you all, we must bring it into alignment. That way, we spend this month in favor, in grace, and in supernatural. Let's break those three words down because they preach well, but most people don't know what they mean. Favor. It's preferential treatment. Preferential treatment means they don't do this for everybody, but they do it for you. Preferential treatment means, watch me, it is essentially Christian privilege. You ready? Meaning that, because, watch me, that, and you say, well, how do you get favor? Well, anybody, we, mm -mm. favor requires faithfulness. Favor requires faithfulness. So favor, when you're faithful, not perfect, but when you're faithful, God says, I will favor you. Joseph teaches us a lot about favor. Because Joseph was not perfect. In fact, I, in, in the series Weird, I did a whole uh, teaching about Joseph and the other side of Joseph and some of the stuff that the Bible, it hides in the scripture. Like it says, and the Lord gave him mercy. Well, mercy is when God blocks something negative that you do deserve, which means Joseph started wilding out, but God never tells you how he wilded out. And for some of you all, watch me. This is good news because even when you stray, God covered you. Father, thank you. Whoop, you better put a thank you on there. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chicago, for it. That's, thank you. Um, listen to me carefully. Uh, Father, thank you for covering us even when we wilded out. Thank you for covering us even when we lost our mind. Thank you for covering us and giving us mercy, which means you blocked the negative that we did deserve, even though we deserved it. We tell you thank you tonight. Because you did not count it against us. You did not count it against us. You did not count it against us. You did not cast us aside. You did not throw us away. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. All right? Joseph's a good example of favor. No matter what he found himself in, he got preferential treatment. How many of you can be honest about your life right now? That even if you're in a situation that you don't particularly like, that you can be honest, that you see favor. Why? Because it's better for you than it is for everybody else in the same situation. Wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. And matter of fact, can I get a few of you? Let's have testimony service. Put it on the screen, whatever that favor is. Whatever that favor is. Whatever that favor is. I saw so many praise reports come through today. We're going to have a little testimony service in a moment. I see your hands. Can I get a few of you to type what that favor is? Type what that is. What is it? Tell me. Let me let's call it out. Let's glorify God tonight for a moment in prayer. In your office, you see it. Come on. Who else? In your office, I see you. Peace and calmness. I see you. I got you over here on Facebook. I got you. What else? Call it out. You have the biggest office. Was that not just prophesied a couple of days ago? A home. Come on, Mayo. I see you. Favor in sales. People are bringing business to you. Is this not the stuff that prophesied? health reports. Um, come on, finances, breakthroughs, case dismissed. Come on, favor on my job, at work, protection. One of the groups um, uh, 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 and never had to be hospitalized for a long period of time. Come on, new job. What, 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 what? Survivor of domestic abuse. Come on here. Oh, it won't let that one come up. Why won't it let that come up? Survive, there you go. Survivor of domestic abuse. New six-figure job. And another one. Can I get y'all to put that on screen? And another one. I keep prophesying and speaking that over the people connected to Harvest. New six and seven. Can we cover that right now? Father, I pray that this month, Father, that you would supernaturally, you would supernaturally, God, there's already over 40-something new six-figure artists that you have as connected to Harvest that we know about. It's probably more. 
Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that this month we would see another group of new six-figure earners. Positions are about to be created for us. Opportunities are about to be created for the people of Harvest. Roles are about to be created for people connected to Harvest. And your name is, a, come on, y'all, and our names, everybody connected to Harvest, is about to be brought up. If you want your name to be brought up so that you'd be one of those new ones, Watch me, and some of you are already in the six-figure club, but you go into the seven-figure club. Put your initials on the screen. If you don't want that, then don't put your initials anywhere. Do nothing. Just look at me. Do nothing. Come on. Favor by management. Breakthroughs. Favor relocating. Come on. Bless from an apartment full of furniture. Health in a new home. Come on. Able to make a, I'm able to make it on a fraction of what I should have and prosper. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Wow, 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 wow. Favor with everyone I encounter, small or large. This is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. What else? This y'all initials in here. Come on. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. This is amazing. All right. Um, so listen, guys, new group of seven. Why won't it let some? It's not letting some comments come up. That's weird. That's all right. There it goes. New group of seven figure earners. Come on here. All right, everybody listen. Now, why do we talk about that? I need you to hear me. Um, it is not because we're trying to be materialistic. Please hear my heart as a shepherd and as a leader. It is never about being materialistic and money, money, money. That is not my heart. The Bible says in Genesis 12 that we are blessed to be a what? A blessing. And if you read your Bible, the Bible is clear that he blessed his people so that his people were a blessing, number one, so that his church could go forth. And number two, a blessing in their life, a blessing for other people. We're blessed to be a blessing. you got to hear this principle because I never ever, when I say things like that, don't don't hear that as I'm saying, so you can get on Instagram. And there's nothing wrong with that if you want to do that. So you can get on Instagram and start flossing and say, back then you didn't want me, now I'm hot you all up on me. Watch me. That, that's not, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but that's not the reason I teach you that. I teach you that because for many years, God's people have been taught that it's either or. You can have success or you can be spiritual, but you cannot have both. That is a lie. Can I get a few of you to put that on the screen? A lie. That is a whole lie. The Bible says in Revelation 5 and 10, that he makes us to be kings and priests, that's spiritual and successful. Don't you let somebody lie to you and tell you that to love the Lord, that means you're supposed to struggle and just get by and just die and live in hell and die so you don't have to go to hell. To hell with that. Literally, put that in hell, because that's where that lie comes from. The Bible says, y'all better hear me. We'll have to cover this in prayer. The Bible says, literally, that money is an answer to all things. So who would want God's people not to be equipped financially? Only the enemy would do that. And again, please hear me. I am not saying cash, cars, and clothes. No, but you're blessed to be a blessing. So when I say that, please hear my heart behind that. Is that I want to see the people connected to Harvest, whether you're a harvester, Harvest Bible College, Leadership Network, whatever. I want to see you doing well. I want to read your praise report. I want to make sure that you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. That you're overcoming and not being overcome. That you are debt free. That you are doing well. That doesn't mean you won't go through a valley. It just means because you're a faithful giver. Faithful givers, put it on the screen, flourish. And Father, we cover our finances. This fifth month. And Father, we declare, Father, that favor, you favor the faithful. We pray that our faithfulness and our giving would cause us to have such a favor this month financially, God. We pray that we would exceed what we have done in every prior month. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray for benefactors. Those are people that you will send to be a blessing. We pray for scholarships. That means education that is paid for. We pray for debts to be canceled. That is a form of income because now you do not have to pay that. That is a form of income because you do not have to pay that. We pray, Father, right now that uh, opportunities are created by the way of new streams of income. We pray, God, for raises. We pray, God, for bonuses. We pray, God, right now that you would send people who would be su bring supernatural provision. You would send people that send supernatural provision. Father, we call in seven-figure givers into harvest. Why? So we can continue to do the work of the Lord and reach more people and faster, reach more people faster. 
in the name of Jesus. And for that, we say thank you. Father, we covered yesterday. You told me that uh, to pray about turning the heart of the, of the president to cancel more student loan debt. Father, we reiterate that prayer to you. And we believe that it is so. We have seen this happen over and over again. We pray for it from that pulpit at Harvest and we see results. And so we expect results now in the name of Jesus, God. I pray for creative ideas that will bring revenue. I pray, God, for loan programs and grant programs to fall in our lap. Come on, y'all. I pray for loan programs and grant programs to fall in our lap. Let it literally be presented to us to where all we have to do is complete the information and it's a done deal in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that the earth would give back to us everything it owes us, every account we forgot about, every investment we forgot about, every crypto wallet we forgot about, every, every transaction we forgot about. We pray that the earth would bring back to us what it owes us. And Father, we declare that we have a Genesis 26 anointing. What does the Bible say? And Isaac sowed during a famine, and he reaped a hundredfold that same year. Father, we declare that as we are faithful in our giving, we have a Genesis 26 anointing. Can I just get a few of you to type that on the screen? Genesis 26. We have a Genesis 26 <clears throat> anointing where the Bible says, we sow in the end a time of famine and in that or time of what is famine uncertainty that we sow but we sow during uncertainty in that same year he got a hundredfold return and the bible says father in genesis 26 your word says this that this is what you did for isaac your your word says that when isaac sowed in that land he reaped the same year a hundredfold and the Lord busted. Father, we declare we will reap a hundredfold of what we sow and that you would bless us. Verse 13 says, and the man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Father, we declare we begin to prosper and continue prospering until we become very prosperous. Verse 14 says he had possessions of flocks and herds and a great number of servants. We declare we have great possessions, not for our glory, but for your glory. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, for those of you that know, you got a Genesis 26 anointing because you're a faithful giver. Just drop that 26 on the screen. Drop that. And for a matter of fact, that's going to be our sewing number tonight. 26. That's going to be our sewing number. That's going to be our sewing number. Matter of fact, the verse that we're going to test to that Genesis 26 and verse number 12, 26 and 12. That's going to be our sowing number tonight when we sow in just a moment into prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Guys, if, you, if you're just coming in, do me this favor. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. Um, Listen, I always pray about what we pray about. And I've, if you've been on prayer with me for a consistent amount of time, you know that I always teach you to pray about what we pray about. And as I was in prayer about what we would pray about, and the Lord pointed a few things out to me um, that we're going to cover. We've covered the month. We did that in both experiences yesterday. We just covered a lot of your month um, there. We covered about you being in alignment, being in alignment uh, at the beginning of this month. Uh, and so God's going to show you some things that you need to bring in alignment. For those of you who you were part of our fitness webinar last month, you know what you have to bring into alignment. You should have started yesterday. If you didn't start today, you know what you need to do. Um, but we started this new series called Let's Start Over, Scratch That Better. Um, there's some things that we're about to pray to ask the Lord to show us what we need to scratch, what we need to scratch out, what we need to scratch out. Um, for some of us, you create boundaries in your mind and there's some things that need to be scratched out. For some, you see things the wrong way. Last week, I saw something a certain way. Um, and, and to be honest with you, while I, when I first saw it that way, I was very, I was mad. I was discouraged. I was frustrated. I was angry. And I was like, you know what? And I had to say, don't say that. I had to stop myself. I had to say, scratch that. I said, reverse this because I'm not looking at this the right way. The, what we're going to cover in prayer now is your perspective. Your perspective. Hear me. It is not what you're looking at. It's how you see it. I'm going to say that again. Matter of fact, I'm going to say it two more times and I'll reverse the way I say it. It's not what you're looking at. It's how you see it. 
Okay, let me say it this way. It's not how you see it. It's the way you look at it. You got that? Your perspective. There's some, there's some perspective we need to scratch out. We need to scratch out. Some of you, you're frustrated about certain things, but you're looking at it the wrong way. I remember I told somebody something and uh, I, you know, I was just telling them, they were asking me something. I answered the question. They were like, whoa, that's huge. And I was like, you know, I'd be honest. I said, I guess that is a big deal. I said, I didn't even think about it like that. I didn't even think about it like that. For some, you are calling small what everybody else calls huge. You are calling like the woman. Let's go here. Let's use Bible to back this up. Um, that woman, that woman um, in First Kings, Bible says that she said, I only have a little flour and a little oil. I'm going to make a cake. Me and my son are going to die. She saw it as little because her perspective was wrong. Can I back this up? Let's really look at this. What could she have done? First thing is you had a house full of people because the Bible says she was only going to feed her and her son. But if you keep reading the story, the scripture says that she fed her and her entire household. So the first thing's first, baby girl. You got a house full of people. Why you ain't got none of these people out here working? That's first thing first. Why? Because her perspective was, this is all I have. We're going to eat it and die. And for many of you, your perspective is what's got, can I say this with love? Your perspective is why you pissed off. Please don't be offended. I'm saying it with love. Come on. Right? Your perspective is why you see your problem is such a big deal. It's your perspective. It's your perspective. And that's what I'm about to cover it in prayer. First thing, you got a house full of people. Get some people out there and working. Second thing, you have a son. You have a son. And in the Hebrew culture, y'all ready? She could have had her son to go and work in order to cover her debts and bring income into the family. So the second thing is, why are you babying this boy? Uh-oh, it's quiet here because you ain't never heard this story like this. We're about to cover your perspective in prayer. Why are you babying this boy? Why are you babying this young man when he could be out there Covering some of this, covering some of this household debt. It's quiet on the chat tonight. It's quiet on the chat tonight. You got a house full of folk ain't working, and you mad that you're the only one working talking about them. Number two, you got a boy that it must me, he's big enough to eat, he's big enough to work. In the Hebrew culture, in the Hebrew culture, you could have literally had him to go work. And in exchange for his work, in exchange for his work. You could have then re received income that would have blessed the house. It's quiet in the chat tonight. It's quiet in the chat tonight. Come on, y'all. Just come in and make sure you share. Here's the other thing. Her perspective was off. Here's the other thing. She says she's going to make a cake and die. Question, question, question. If, if you can cook, baby girl, why in the world did you not make some meals, go sell it to people at their lunchtime and get some money in exchange for more food? See, you're giving me all the problems because your perspective is off. You're telling me, this is so good, I'm going to do a message like this. You're telling me all of the problems, but your perspective of what's off. You're not finding a solution. I need you to declare this over yourself in the month of May. Say, I'm a solutionist. I'm a solutionist. I-S-T at the end of the word solution. I'm a solutionist. You are coming up with all of these problems, but you're not coming up with solutions. Because your perspective is off. You could have took that the oil and flour you had. You could, Watch me. You could have went and sold that oil and flour during lunchtime, made some meals. You Watch me. Let's get real practical. During lunchtime, people don't have as much time to eat, so you can make the meal smaller and charge the same amount. That's what they do at the restaurants anyhow. You could have made the meal smaller and charged the same amount. And you could have got money that then you could have flipped some more meals got some more money, flipped some more bills, got some more money, and now you covered yourself. For many of you, watch me, what God is going to do when we cover this in prayer, your mentality is about to shift. You're about to shift to being a solutionist. You, your, your, your career is you come up with solutions. And to people who come up with solutions, it determines, watch me, it determines your income. The problem you solve determines the income you receive. I'll say that again. We're about to pray, but I just have to teach this. When we pray, guys, it's not just blah, 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 blah. In Jesus' name, amen. Prayer is a dialogue. That means when we pray, he speaks back. When I'm giving you revelation, this is God speaking back to you. This is the Lord speaking back to you. For many of you, your mentality is about to shift. 
Jeff Bezos, when he created Amazon, whether you like or not, that's not the point. He created a solution. And that solution was that people now would be able to go shop online. So he solved the problem. Sam Walton, when he created Walmart, when he created Walmart, there was another bigger chain, Woolworth um, and, and some others. And Sam Walton came in and he solved a problem that the other chains weren't solving. So then he went light speed ahead. His first store was not called the Walmart. Y'all not talking to me. Y'all not talking to me. Come on, y'all. If you just come in here, make sure that you share. Your income is connected to the level of problem you solve. So if you're not a problem solver, well, then that may explain some other challenges. If you're a problem comer upper with her, you ready? If you're a problem, I said it like that on purpose. If you're a problem coming upper with her, let's deal with this lady. We're about to we're about to cover this in prayer, but I just let me just teach this, okay? Are you being blessed on prayer tonight? If you're being blessed, make sure you share. All right. All right. So number one, she had a house full of people that could have worked. Number two, she could have put her son out there. Why are you babying that boy? Number three, she could have took that flour and oil and flipped some meals during lunchtime, made smaller meals, got money, flipped more meals, got money, so her and her house would have ate. Number two, you could have sold the oil. You could have sold the oil. You could have sold the oil and the flour separately. You could have sold it. You could have literally sold it, and you could have gotten income and revenue. Y'all ready? Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. Guys, please do not solicit in the chat. All right? I'm tacky. Don't do that. All right? Let's cover this in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray right now that our perspective would shift, that our perspective would shift to be the mind of a solutionist. So what we do is come up with solutions for problems that we are not problem coming up with us that we do not have a problem for every solution. I rebuke and I bind up a mentality that says that there is no solution. The issue is not what we see. It is how we are looking at what we see. The issue is not what we see. The issue is how we look at what we see. Shift our mentality. I need you to type that in all caps on every platform, shift. All right, and take your time when you're typing it so you don't cuss at me. Shift, shift our perspective right now in the name of Jesus to have the mentality to find solutions. We will not be a people who only come up with problems. God, we will be a people that solve problems. We will find a way to get it done. You said, let this mind that was in Christ be in us also. That is the mindset of a problem solver. When you saw that man would not be able to keep the standard, your word says that before the foundation of the earth, you came up with a solution. Before you ever made man, you had a solution. Before man ever acted a fool, you had a solution. That's what the Bible says, that before the foundation of the world, the lamb was slain. We declare, God, that we are solutionists and we shift our mentality that we shift our mindset to be those that solve problems. Anytime we're confronted with a problem, I rebuke us being overwhelmed. I rebuke us being overwhelmed. I rebuke us being overwhelmed. I rebuke us feeling like we're at a dead end. I rebuke us feeling like there is no way. I rebuke us feeling like we are incapable. I rebuke us feeling like there's no way to get through this. Yes, there is. Find it. Yes, there is. Find it. And I pray, God, that everyone around us would have the same mentality of a solutionist. It's difficult to be a solutionist when you are surrounded by people who all they do is bring you problems. You'll know that they're not a solutionist because every time you come up with solutions, they give you problems. I rebuke that. I bind that. And if they won't change their mentality, God, don't let them sit at the table. Don't let them have a position or a place around us in our lives in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But we thank you for it, that we are solutionists. Shift our perspective. There is a way. There's always a way. There's always a way. There's always a way. There's always a way. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody put an amen right there. Well, we were in Atlanta on Friday. Uh, I came out, and I wasn't going to go out to the vestibule because I already had a receiving line, and we had a timetable that we needed to move in. And um, in that, I said, no, let me go out there. 
So I went out there and there was a lady that was out there and the lady said, Bishop, I drove, I, I, I don't want to mess up the time she said, I think she said an hour, it was either an hour or three or something. But for those of you who know I'm talking about that, um, that are familiar with the story because I shared it to um, some of the, those that traveled yesterday. How long was it? Was it one hour or two hours? How long did she say? It was a while. Let me say it like that. And she said, um, last, she said, I had to see you. And if you're on prayer, wave at me if you're who I'm talking about. Um, she said, I had to see you. She said, I drove for all this time, all these hours. She said, I drove. She says, last time you were here, three hours. Thank you. It was three hours. She said, last time you were here, she said, you prophesied to me that I was that doors for creativity and all of this, these things were going to be opening. Six hours total. Thank you. Three each way, six hours total. She said, you prophesied that doors of creativity were going to open all that. She says, the reason I wasn't here tonight is because I was walking out what you prophesied. She said, you literally, I'm doing exactly what you said I was going to be doing on February 18th. She said, now next time, thank you. She said, next time I'm going to tell them my bishop is here. I can't do this. I got to be there. She says, but I drove here after the performance just to see you. And she said, now that I've seen you, I can go. Y'all didn't hear what I said. What did she do? She found a solution. She did not say, she could have just said, well, I'm just going to watch online because, you know, and that's, and she could have. She said, oh no, I got to go see and I got to go touch and watch me. I was not even going to go out there. I was walking out of the door. My adjutant will tell you, I was walking out of the door. And I said, let me just go out there. Watch me. Her desire to solve the problem, you better hear me, pulled me in her direction. Y'all better hear me. When God sees your perspective shift to where you want to solve a problem, he's going to pull who you need close to solve. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. God, I'm about to see. God, I'm about to see. Y'all better hear me. When God sees your desire to solve a problem, it will pull what you need to do it. For some of you, your solutions are, are repulsed by you because every time they get close to you, you say why they can't work. You say why they can't work. Oh, my God. Father, because our perspective is shifting, pull our solutions close to us. Pull the team we need close. Pull the people we need close. Pull the answers we need close. Pull everything we need. Pull it close to us. We pray that our answers would not be repulsed because of our perspective. This is a whole prayer and Bible study tonight. We pray that our answers would be pulled toward us. Come on, I need to pull y'all to type the word pull on the screen. Pull it close, God. Pull the answers we need. Pull the right customer service rep to answer the phone. Pull the right person to get the email. Pull the right person in the department. Pull the right credit report. Pull the right building. Pull the right listing. Pull the right agent. Pull the right person to get the email and respond. Pull. Mm. Pull. In the name of Jeep, pull. Let it be drawn to us the same way God that I was drawn to come out there to, for, and didn't even know she was out there. Her desire to be a problem solver and said, I'm going to get here no matter what. I'm going to get here no matter what. It pulled me toward her. It pulled me toward her. Pull it now in Jesus' name. Whoo, guys, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share your perspective, your perspective. Um, you are, look at me, you are a solutionist. Look at me, you are a solutionist. You are not a, and I'm going to say it like this on, on purpose, you are not a problem comer upper with her. Okay? I'm saying it like that on purpose. You are not a problem comer upper with her. You are a problem solver. 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 You're going to pull when you look at me. When you make up in your mind to solve a problem, you're going to pull what you need to you. You're going to pull what you need to you from, from uh, Niskayuna. All right. Awesome. Where's Niskayuna? 
Can you can you type that like in a phonetic way so I can make sure I'm pronouncing that correctly? All right. You are a problem solver. Listen, here's what I want to do tonight. Um, how many of you have been blessed by prayer tonight? How many have been blessed by prayer? Um, tonight, I want to make sure that you know we have church Wednesday night live. It's going to be Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. I want to make sure that you're prepared for that. Now, listen, I'm going to do I'm going to do um, a message previews. Now, I'm considering doing previews a little different and maybe even not doing them for a little bit. All right. So I need you to show up tomorrow. If you enjoy the message previews, you need to show up tomorrow night. And you showing up will let me know to continue to do them. Now, they were always well attended. But uh, if you all show up real strong tomorrow night, I'll keep doing them. Um, the message preview tomorrow night, it's at 7 o'clock, or excuse me, it's at 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern. It's on the Bishop Foreman. We'll be on TikTok and Instagram tomorrow night. And I want to make sure that you are. I pronounced it right. Awesome. Um, and that's tomorrow night for the message preview on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, Bishop Foreman TikTok. Show up strong and, uh, and I'll keep them going. All right. And again, they're always well attended, but uh, oh, show up strong tomorrow night. Church, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. It, it's going to be the second message of this new series we're doing called Let's Start Over, Scratch That Better. Tonight, we covered the thing we needed to scratch was your perspective. It was your perspective. We needed to scratch that. All right? Make sure that you do that. Listen, here's what I want to do. Um, if, uh, we already have our sewing target tonight, Genesis 26 and 12 and um and i want uh, to encourage you to sew you're going to hear me pushing you to sew a lot um especially this month um i i firmly believe um that we're about to see a great transfer of wealth into the hands of people connected to harvest i'm going to say that again i firmly believe that we are about to see a great we are about to see a great transfer of wealth for people connected to harvest. I'm going to say it a third time. I firmly, listen, there's this movie in, in movie Halloween, and he was talking about Michael Myers, and he says, I believe it in my bones, Sheriff. I believe it in my bones that we are about to see a great transfer. Watch me. I didn't say riches. I said wealth into the lives of people connected to harvest. And so the Lord has told me, especially during this time, he says, son, every time you, you need to push, he said, because for what I'm about to release, it requires them to release. All right. So I want you to know what I'm doing. <laughs> I want you to know what I'm doing. All right. Uh, Genesis 26 and 12. So you can say anything with those numbers. You can do $261 and 20 cents. You can do $26 and 12 cents to, you know, you can do $62 and 10 cents. Just use those numbers. And here's what you're going to call. This is your perspective seed. You also notice I'm beginning to have you name seeds separate from your tithes and offering. I'm beginning to have you to name your seed. There's somebody on here tonight. You need to literally. So when I said 2612, the first thing that came to your mind was $2,612. This is the confirmation for that person that that just said. You need to sow that. That is God. You release that. He's going to release the contract by Friday. I don't know who that's for, but I heard him loud and clear. All right. So you can sew. How do you sew? You can use cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. Um, you can also use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. All of that is available for you. Um, the key email for all of that is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can also, if you're already connected to Harvest, you can use um, text to give and give from our website. Of course, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can give that way. All right. Um, I'm telling you what I know. And it's already happening. Uh, I want to end prayer before we do the invitation. I want to encourage you to sow. Um, actually, no, let's do the invitation now. If you need to become a Christian tonight, you've never given your life to the Lord, number one. And number two, you need to recommit yourself to the Lord. You're like, God, I don't know where things are at with you, but I want to be sure tonight. You need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord. Wherever you are at, on the count of three, do that hand wave emoji or say, it is me. Wherever you're at. Do that hand with emoji or say, it's me right there. I see you do that hand with emoji or say, it's me wherever you are at. Um, and when you do that, I'm going to lead you in a prayer so you can give your life to the Lord. Anybody, everybody's, listen, everybody's included. Nobody's excluded. But Mr. Foreman, I got all these issues. I'm not sure about this or that. Listen, do not let doubt keep you from responding tonight. Listen, you don't, um, you don't over-investigate a car before you get a car. You just believe that the car is going to work right because, because that's what they say. It's the same thing with belief in God. You don't have to know every little detail. 
to know that he has been faithful to you, he's been loyal to you, and he loves you. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure wherever you're at, do a hand wave emoji or say it to me. One, two, three, you respond. I already see, they're already responding. I got you, Jay. I got you over here, Jay. I got you, Mayo, over here. Pastor, do you have prayer every Monday? We sure do. Every single Monday night, you join in. It's at 7 o'clock Mountain. Nine o'clock Eastern. Come on, wherever you're at, guys, they're already responding. Wherever you're at, do that hand wave emoji and say it's me. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. That people are already responding tonight. I'm praying. I'm about to count you down. Five. I'm going to count you down. Respond before I get to zero. Four. Hit that button. No guilt, no condemnation, no sin. You're in a safe place. I promise you. I just want to see you be everything God created you to be. You're a survivor. And you literally are somebody that he literally died for. I see you, Marcus. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. What number am I on? It's, I'm seeing so many responses. I'm losing my count. Five. Respond before I get to zero. Four. Respond before I get to zero. Three. Two. Respond before I get to zero. One. Don't wait. Do not wait. Tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. Come on. Come on. One. Everybody pray this with me. Everybody say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace, God, to be a faithful Christian. When I fall, give me the grace to get back up. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourselves to the Lord, I need you to do this. Number one, let me just say it's a party. It's a party going on in heaven. It's a party going on online right now because we're excited about your decision. We're excited about your decision. I want to encourage you to shoot this text. You're going to text the word decision. What you just did when you said, you said, heavy emoji, you said it's me. You're going to text the word decision to 877-552-4746. It's on the screen if you're on this. If you're on the Instagram pages, uh, some folks are going to put it in the chat. You text that word decision to 877-552-4746. Somebody says, and we know how to party. Oh, yes, we do. We have fun in church at Harvest. We have fun. All right. And I want to encourage you to do that. Okay. Make sure, listen very carefully, that you send that text. But we just want to celebrate you. Uh, and for some of you, let me do this tonight on prayer. For some of you, you are already saved, um, but you need a shepherd. Um, you need a man of God to speak life into your life. Maybe you're a pastor and you need a pastor. Um, we have the Harvest Leadership Network, and you can also just be a part of Harvest. Every leader needs a leader. Anything uncovered spoils. I want to encourage you. You can connect. How do you connect? You can do it right through our app or our website. Just click the word join, and you can connect there. For the Leadership Network, you can join. I understand regarding the Leadership Network, last week some folks said several people had connection issues. We're going to make sure that you all get I'm going to do something fresh for everybody since some folks had uh, connection issues. So I got you covered. All right. Listen, guys, go. So go. So 2612 uh, Genesis 2612 2612. Those are the numbers you need to put in your seed. There's at least one of you where the number is two thousand six hundred and twelve dollars. God spoke that to you. You should. So right. if God is speaking to you about it, I learned this lesson a long time ago. I, I was sitting in church and I told this story before. Um, and while I was sitting in the store, they're sitting in church. Um, you know, the baskets passed and they took an offering. When they took an offering, um, I was like, okay, I got, I need to sew. And I heard the Lord loud and clear. He said, take that ring off. And I had just gotten this ring. He said, take that ring off and put it in the offering. Um, take that ring off. What's the number? Jay, they're going to get you the number. Tell them which number you need. They're going to get it to you. They'll respond to you in the comments. Jay, y'all get Jay what he needs over here. All right. Um, and I took that ring off and I was like, God, why would I sew this ring? Um, because it meant something to me. I had just gotten it. It meant something to me. And it obviously had monetary value. It was, it was, it was a solid gold ring, you know, all that. And so I, I said, Lord, okay. I said, God, if the baskets pass twice, I'm going to drop this ring in the offering. And I, and I've been a part of that church staff for years. Those baskets had never, ever passed twice. Do you not know that that day the baskets passed a second time? And when it passed, my stomach almost fell to the ground. I was like, I dropped it. Can I tell you something? Um, to this day, to this day, I have seen God cause people that I do not know, that I have never met, sin. Listen, let me put it to you like this. I lack for nothing. 
And I lack, let me just say this, no jewelry. <laughs> I watch God cause people to sit. I'd be like, what? Are they sent me what? What? Um, never judge somebody's reaping if you haven't seen their sowing. I share that story with you only to encourage you to make sure that you sow. Get your seed in the ground. All right. 26.2. You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman number two. Um, you can use PayPal, Bimozel, Givelify, Hello at Harvest Church at Church. You can give that way. Uh, or you can go to our website, Harvest Church at Church forward slash give. I'm just telling you, you cannot outgive God. I'm a faithful giver and faithful givers flourish. I want you to flourish too. I love you guys. It's eight o'clock. We ended on time. Have an amazing night. See you tomorrow night at nine o'clock Mountain Time, 11 o'clock Eastern Time for the preview of Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. It is going to be amazing on the Bishop Foreman Instagram and the Bishop Foreman TikTok. Love you guys. Shalom. Amen. Love you. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's.